Welcome to God Mode, living life undefeated. Join us each week as Pastor Chris delivers a message to encourage, challenge, and empower you to live life in God Mode. All messages can be listened to at www.godmode.life. Let's join today's message. Hey, everybody, welcome to God Mode. So glad that you've chosen to tune in today. I'm excited. I have a very special message for you today, and I want to start by building a foundation from God's Word. In Colossians chapter 3, I mean, are you ready for this? If you're listening, just tell yourself, I'm ready. In Colossians 3, verses 1 through 3, the Apostle Paul says this, Since then, you have been raised with Christ. I mean, this is for those of you who are new in Christ. He says, set your heart on things above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. I like this. And this is a key portion of the text. Set your minds. Come on, say it. Set your mind. It says, set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. Set your mind on things that last, on things that are eternal, on things that matter to God. Instead of on the things that are temporary, on the things that do not last, set your mind on things above, not on earthly things, for you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. What I want to do today is I want to share with you a very powerful tool that I am trying right now to use in my life to help me to grow closer to God and to build my faith. You know, in this very, very crazy, very challenging, and very painful world that we live in, I mean, there is so much fear, there is so much anxiety, so much tension. And I want to share with you a tool that I believe that can really build your faith. And I want to show you how to apply it and invite you to do the same. Who knows? God might use this tool to really transform your faith and to build your intimacy with God. And this tool has to do with headlines. How many of you would agree that over the past 18 to 20 months, it almost seems like our world has been dominated by fearful headlines? I mean, it goes back to around February or March of 2020. And you can kind of remember this mysterious new disease, this virus called coronavirus. Remember when it was only coronavirus and we made kind of fun of it like it was a beer and asked people, do you have the Rona? I mean, but then it came COVID-19 and it was no longer intriguing or funny and it was scary because it was spreading all over the world and people were dying and jobs were vanishing and business businesses were shutting down and we were told to stay at home and there was this ever-troubled global shortage of toilet paper, you remember? And just when those headlines were rocking our world, it seems like things even went up a notch, where we're, we're dealing with all the racial tension and all the political division. And after months and months of painful and negative headlines, it seemed like we almost got a break when some of the headlines started to say, COVID is leaving. And then like 30 minutes later, it's COVID is back. And there are so many headlines that feel so negative and it makes everything life, life often feel like it's negative. But that's why I want to bring you a tool that I believe that can change your perspective. 
Now, as we talk about headlines, how many of you realize that not all headlines are true? I mean, have you figured that out yet? I don't even want to get started on that, but not all the headlines are true. In fact, there are some famous headlines that were incredibly inaccurate. And I'll just share maybe a few of those if, you know, with you if just to kind of give you a perspective. Not all headlines are true. You may remember, you probably weren't alive, but there is a famous headline that said, Titanic sinking, no lives lost. We only wish that were true, but it's not. There was another headline that was like, Dewey defeats Truman. Now, some of you who are younger who are listening are going to say, well, who was Dewey? And the reason you ask that question is because Dewey did not defeat Truman. There is this headline that says, babies will disappear in the next hundred years, except imported ones. I mean, socialists would predict time when childbearing would be unfashionable. All the headlines you read, we have to understand, they are not all true. Not only are they not all true, but for some of them, they're actually kind of funny. In fact, I found some funny headlines that happen. This one, to me, is really funny. It's an actual headline. Hospitals resort to hiring doctors. Like, I mean, really, has it come to that? Really, has it come to that? I mean, I can't believe we're there. I mean, this one, here's one that was really funny to me. And it's actually from Oklahoma City. It says, rally against apathy draws small crowds. I can relate to that. To me, happy, that's perhaps one of the funniest I've seen. And it's a true headline. Here's another one. Woman accidentally joins search party looking for herself. I mean, you just can't make this stuff up. Not only are their headlines not necessarily accurate, but some of them are funny as well. And what I want to do today is give you a tool. I want to teach you to write your own headlines. I want to teach you with the help of God to write your own headlines. Why is this so important? If you're taking notes, you may jot this down because you can't always change your circumstances, but you can change your perspective. The reality is there's a lot of hard stuff going on in the world and probably in your life. And you can't change everything about what's going on in the world. But the good news is that with God's help, you can change your perspective. In fact, we see examples of this throughout Scripture, where if you read into it with some creativity, you can almost visualize some of the headlines that some of God's people would have written throughout the Bible. You can see all sorts of examples of this. Like when Moses sent some men out to survey the land of Canaan. I mean, he wanted to find out what the soil's like, what are the conditions like, what are the people like, and are there a lot of them or are there a few of them? Are they strong or are they weak? And two different groups of people went out and they came back and basically brought back two completely different sets of headlines. The exact same situation, two entirely different perspectives. One of them was Joshua and Caleb, who went out with a very positive perspective and came back and said, our headline is this, God is with us and the land of milk and honey is rich with blessing for all. Same situation, two entirely different perspectives, because there was another group of spies who went out and saw the exact same thing. But according to the scripture, when they came back, they said this, 
Not only were there giants in the lands, but they said in Numbers 13.32, they said, the land we explore devours those living in it. The land eats people. And their headline would have been this, danger lurks and land devours the living. The exact same situation, two entirely different reports. You can't always change your circumstances, but you can change your perspective. To me, perhaps the most emotional one is the Apostle Paul. And if you know his story, he was gloriously transformed by the grace of Jesus from a Christian hater to a Christian proclaimer. And he just knew if he could get to Rome to preach the gospel, this would be the most strategic city that if he could get there, he could transform these leaders and the gospel would spread all over the world. So he's begging God, I want to go to Rome to preach. I want to go to Rome to preach. And unfortunately, he didn't get to go to Rome to preach. Instead, the Roman government arrested him, beat him senseless, took him forcibly to Rome, locked him up, chained him up to a guard, and they were deciding whether or not to behead him or not. I mean, this is bad as it gets. I want to go to Rome. I want to preach. And then he's wrongly imprisoned, beaten, and now is potentially waiting his own execution. Can you imagine if there were media then, what the possibilities of the the different headlines would be? I just thought about it based on, because I like reading and I read a lot of news and every day and there's several news sources and I see a lot of headlines. And so I came up with some very real potential headlines that you could read about. One would be this, Apostle Paul waits likely execution. Christianity is doomed. I mean, can you see it? That's the type of headline that would be there. There would be another version who would say this, Apostle Paul wrongly in prison sues Roman Gumbret for 10 millions of dollars. I mean, some of you, you read the news sources, okay? There would be the opinion column and someone would write, seven reasons why Christianity will die by the end of the first century. Then someone would do a podcast and the podcast would be called The Rise and Fall of the Apostle Paul. I mean, some of you know that's very close to an actual podcast today. The good news is this, that if you're a follower of Christ, your life is not defined by somebody else's headline. Let me say that again, because somebody's going to get a revelation today. You may not be able to change what you're facing, but you can change how you look at what you're facing. Your life, your ministry, your family, your marriage, your children, your health, is not determined by somebody else's headlines. When we get a revelation of this, when we set our mind on earthly, when we don't set our mind on earthly things, but we set our mind on the things above, we're not conformed to the patterns of this world, but we're being transformed by the renewing of our minds. So we can test and approve what the will of God is for, for our life his good, his pleasing, and his perfect will. I don't know if you read the book, Winning the War in Your Mind. I mean, it talks a lot about cognitive reframing. It's an incredible tool that a a good counselor will use. But I believe that God can use an even more powerful way. And what is cognitive reframing? Cognitive reframing is simply shifting your mindset to look at a situation or a relationship from a positive perspective. It's a shift in your mindset. 
It's not thinking on what's impure, but thinking on what is pure. It's not looking for what is wrong, but it is looking for what's right. It's not being upset about what you don't have, but it's being thankful for what you do have. Because you may not be able to change what's happening to you, but you can change your perspective. And a good counselor will say, hey, something bad may be happening, may have happened, but you can determine the meaning. You can bring purpose even out of something that's bad. But let's take it to another level. I mean, who's ready for another level? Instead of just saying, you decide the meaning, we can, with God's help, let God help us determine the meaning. Not only for us to interpret, but when we serve a God who is so powerful that he can work in all things, everything, not just the good things, but the bad things, to bring about something good according to his purpose, you can let God determine the meaning of whatever you're facing at this moment. And that's exactly what the Apostle Paul did. He didn't buy into the negative headlines. He's facing one of the most horrible situations you can imagine. He's locked up, chained to a Roman guard, waiting on the government to decide, do we cut his head off? And with the help of the Holy Spirit, he changed the headlines. This is what he said, basically, in Philippians chapter 1, verses 12 through 14. Here's my headline, he said. Now, I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that's what's happened to me. You may think it's bad. It may look bad. It may not look positive. I may look like I'm in trouble, but what's happened to me has actually served to advance the gospel. As a result of this, in other words, I'm locked up to this guy and I'm preaching to him every single day. And my faith is building the faith of others. As a result, he says, it become clear through the whole palace guard and to everyone else, I am in chains for Christ. And because of my chains, most of the brothers and sisters have become confident in the Lord and their confidence. I mean, they've done more to proclaim the gospel without fear. Paul doesn't buy into the negative headlines. He writes his own headlines. And if Paul was writing a headline, he might say this, Roman plan backfires. Apostle Paul preaches to the captive audience. I mean, how good is that? Hey, just a thought. I was, I was just the, their prisoner, but they're locked up to me, hearing my best 14 sermons for eight hours a day. I'm preaching to a captive audience. Paul didn't buy into the negative headlines, but in a very real sense, he wrote his own. And you can do, and I can do, the same thing. No matter what we're facing, no matter what fear or anxiety feels like, it's going to overcome you. You can control your circumstances. You can't. But you can change your perspective. In fact, I heard a very powerful story about a man who felt like he was at the end. I wonder if I'm talking to anyone today when you feel like you don't have any hope at all. And that's where this guy was. And when he picked up his phone and texted his pastor and said, I'm about to give up. Could you meet with me? Because I need some help. And the guy sat down with his pastor and his pastor had a good relationship with this man. And the man said, my marriage is falling apart. 
and I don't know what to do about it. And my finances are a wreck. I don't know if we're going to be able to keep our home. We might lose it. And in all that I'm going through, I'm starting to doubt God. I'm losing my faith. I don't know how to talk to God. I haven't seen God. I'm in big trouble. My marriage is in trouble. My finances are in trouble. And I'm losing my faith. And the pastor looked down at his good friend and he said, so let me see if I understand this. Because it sounds like you're going through a lot. He said, so your wife divorced you and she's not speaking to you. And the guy said, no, 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 no. We're still married, but we're really struggling. The pastor said, okay. So he wrote that down. And then he said, so if I'm hearing you right, you've lost your job and you're completely unable to work. The guy said, no, no, no. I'm still employed. I'm able to work, but things are just really, really tight right now. The pastor said, okay. So he wrote that down. And then he said, so you've lost all of your faith. You don't believe there's a God and there's no sense of God. You don't think God is real. And the guy said, no, no, I still believe in God. I just haven't sensed him in a long time. And the pastor looked on and he smiled and he said, because we're good friends, I hope you see what I'm doing. And I don't want to belittle the challenges that you're facing because some of you have real challenges. But from where I'm sitting, I see some real opportunities. I see a marriage that still has potential. I see a man who still has a job. And I see a Christian who still has a God. And so you can buy into the devil's headline where there is no hope for you. And you'll never get through this. And you'll never heal. And you'll never have a good relationship. And you'll always be alone. You'll always struggle financially. And you'll never be close to God. Or you can change your perspective and say, my God is always with me. My God is always for me. Even though I don't like what I see, I know my God is working in me. Because since you've been raised with Christ, what you do is you set your mind on things above, not things below. We think on things that are excellent and pure and praiseworthy before God. And what we're going to do is we're going to let God write your headlines. We write our own headlines. We are looking for the good things. I don't know who this is for, but because you are in Christ, we don't set our mind on earthly things. We set our mind on things above. We look for the good. We look for God. We don't think about what we don't have. We look for what God has given us. We don't complain about what's bad or wrong in the world. We look for the work of God in this world and we join it. I would even say we're not picking everybody apart, saying where they're wrong, where they're wrong. But instead, we're looking for opportunities to love people, looking for opportunities to share the grace of Jesus. Instead of saying they're wrong and they're annoying, they're just a candidate for a lot of love. We can change our headline. Some of you, you got some real candidates for a lot of love, and they need it. Guess what? They need a lot of love. You can't always change your circumstances. You can't always change the diagnosis. You can't always fix a relationship on your own. You can't always get a child to come back to Jesus. You can't always rebuild your faith in a moment after you've been let down. And you can't always heal from a hurt or a betrayal in three seconds. But what I promise you, with eyes to see, you can find flowers if you look for them. 
So here's what you're going to happen. Today, tomorrow, this week, you can open up a news app, and I hope you do, and I hope you stay informed. You can turn on whatever your favorite biased news source is. You could read the video and listen to the video of the latest conspiracy theory your best friend that's informed sent you, because everybody else is idiot, but your best friend's informed. And you may not be able to change what's going on out there, but God can change what's going on inside your heart. And instead of being postured from a place of fear and anxiety, you can step in with faith, knowing that you're a light in this world, that you've been called by God to make a difference, and you can start to call things as though they are not as though they were. You can have faith to write your own headlines. So I don't know what your headline would be, but like, honestly, I hope that there's some of you like three years from now, you're writing your own headlines. You're letting God renew your mind. You're not just defining the situation, but you're letting God help bring meaning on the situation. So I created a few headlines for you just to give you an idea how you might see whatever you're facing with the help of God. These probably won't be yours exactly, but this is a tool that God can use because you can't always change your circumstances, but you can change your perspective. I believe that there will be somebody who will have this headline, teen asks for help to escape addiction. That's a very, that's a very thing, right? That's held you hostage for so long. That thing makes you feel shame. The thing you're afraid to tell anyone the thing that you try to get over and it comes back and it comes back and it comes back again. But finally, you ask for help. You confess to God. You confess for people. And then the headline says, the healing process begin. That's your headline. That's your headline. There might be someone here, I mean, listening that your headline is hurting woman cries out to God. You've been betrayed. You've been let down. Your heart aches. But instead of staying inward, you look upward. And your headline says, finally finds freedom and forgiveness. Because he who the Son Jesus sets free, oh, come on, you are free indeed. Hey, there's some of buddy, you've been sitting on the sidelines for a long time. You just kind of come into church, but you're not yet the church. And your headline is going to say, the church member says yes to serving. Plans to change others' lives. Ends up changing their own. You have no idea what you're getting yourself into when you thought you were a blessing somebody else. Oh, you were. But you even got more blessed in the middle of it. And then there may be somebody, I don't know who it is, but I guarantee you this will be true. It stops off sad, but with the help of God, it turns good. Member diagnosed with cancer. Close friends trust God for a miracle. We stay together. Because when you're in a church and you're in a small community and a small home group, you're never alone. You've got the presence of God. You've got the presence of other people. And you've got the power of God working through community. What challenges are you facing? What pain are you enduring? What question can you not seem to find an answer for? Where's the hurt that no one knows about? Where's the wound that has been there for years? I promise you, you can't always change that, but you can change what God does 
in that and through that. You can write your own headlines. The devil doesn't define what happens in your life. The media, and God bless them, and God helped them to do an important job, they don't define your life. What happens in the government doesn't define your life. What happens in your job doesn't define your life. Whatever somebody did to you doesn't define your life. Where you are today doesn't determine where you could be tomorrow. You can't always change your circumstances, but you can change your perspective. And so it was with Apostle Paul who said this, and I love this. You can see him acknowledging what's real, but he brings his own headlines. He brings God's perspective in the middle of the trials. And he says this, we are hard pressed on every side. It's so hard you wouldn't believe. I mean, they're coming at us. They're coming for us. But though we are hard-pressed, and my headline says, we are not crushed. We may be perplexed, but we are not in despair. We are persecuted, but we're not abandoned. We're struck down, and you may feel struck down right now, but you're still here. You are not destroyed. If you're not dead, you're not done. And therefore, because Christ is risen, we do not lose heart for our light and momentary, yeah, come on, say momentary, troubles are achieving for us eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So what do we do? We don't fix our thoughts below, we fix them above. We fix our eyes not on what is seen, but what is unseen. And since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. So what are you facing? Set your mind on things above. Fix your eyes on what is unseen. There's always a bouquet of flowers for those who look for them. And no matter what you're facing, with the power of God, with the love of God, and the presence of God, though you may not be able to change your circumstances, you can change your perspective. And this is a word for somebody, I don't know who, but let God deposit it into your heart. Let him change your faith. Let him change your perspective. And it could change your life. So I don't know about you, but I need this. And I'm asking, Father God, we ask in the name of the risen Son of Jesus that your Holy Spirit would do what only you can do, change some perspectives today. Those of you who are facing something difficult right now that you wish you could change, you wish you could change, but you probably can't change it. You need God's help to change your perspective. You want God's help to see with faith. Would you just right now, right wherever you're listening, just lift it up, man. Just lift it up to Jesus. Reach out to him. Extend your hands and say, God, just help me change my perspective. And Father, I pray in the middle of real trials and significant pain, God, for those who are battling anxiety or depression or suicidal thoughts or dealing with incredible difficult people or afraid of a job situation, trying to hang in there financially, whatever it is, God, I pray, God, that they would not only define the meaning of that, but we would let you help them define the meaning, that we see it you in it. That even in our trials, God, you would teach us to depend on you. And when we're weak, when we're broken, God, may your power, your presence, and your strength be enough. God, we may be crushed, we may be perplexed, we may be struck down, 
But we thank you we're not in despair. We're never without you. God, we may be hanging on to you, but renew our minds. Help set our minds on truth and let your divine, really your divine presence define our lives. I hope that today and this week you just trust in him and seek him. And if your headline reads right now, maybe some of you feel like this. You need someone else's defining you. Maybe they're saying, guy does stupid thing. Women finds herself in bad situation. Teenager wakes up far from God. Man feels guilty for hurting wife. Person feels like a financial failure. Whatever your negative headline might be, I believe that in the presence of God, he could change it in a moment. Person finds forgiveness from God. Person born into the family of God. Teenagers set free by Jesus. Couple finds new hope in Christ. Let God change your headline. I hope like you, I hope you're encouraged. I hope this tool can help you change your perspective and change the headlines in your life. Thank you for everything that God is doing. God bless you. Tune in next week for another moment of God Mode, living life undefeated. God bless you. We'll see you then. Thank you for listening to today's message. You can hear all of Pastor Chris's messages at www.godmode.life. Join us next week as we continue on in this series. Please leave a review of this podcast at podchaser.com.